Hey, it's Meg and Daisy and welcome to the Craftinoon podcast, a podcast about journaling, creativity and everything in between. So if you were on a desert island and you could only have three things with you and they were craft supplies because apparently you wouldn't take any food or other essential life things obviously craft supplies are essential if you only had three things what would they be (laughs) we're assuming that I'm going to have a lot of time to journal so it would maybe I mean it's a a desert island so what else are you doing apart from journaling obviously the experience (laughs) makes sense makes sense and Um, you can have a journal you can have a journal okay well that's a good start my number one is obviously going to be washi I'd like to say washi as a as a plural I feel like that would be cheating <laughs> so I would probably pick a black and white washi because it's most versatile I'd then probably have a watercolor palette because that gives me again many many options using it you know background and a pen or does a pen count with the journal we'll give you the we'll give you the pen you can have a pen and a journal yeah they're quite basic in that case probably this is like the harder part to choose because I'm kind of thinking on I've got the background which would be like the watercolory stuff I've got the washi tape which is you know what I use to I don't know border things off and stuff and then I kind of think of what do I sprinkle on top of it like stickers or ephemera or I think I'd probably go stickers just for the ease of it and you can probably get a lot of stickers on one sheet (laughs) yeah I think I agree with you on that but I would swap the stickers for maybe a stamp sheet because you can run out of stickers but then I can have stamps does the ink pad come with the stamps or is it just the stamps I suppose if a pen comes with a journal then maybe the ink should go with the stamp (laughs) although I guess I could use the watercolors with the stamps I could get creative there and have different colored stamped things. That gives you more options on colors as well. Yeah, that's true. But then does the, like does the brush come with the watercolors? This is a very philosophical question. <laughs> See, in my head, I was thinking of one of them little travel ones, you know, the ones which has like a little uh, slot for a little paintbrush. So in my head, it comes with a paintbrush. I didn't even <laughs> question that. <laughs> We've come prepped for the desert island. We don't even need <laughs> yeah. a water pot because we've just got the sea, just yeah, nature's exactly. paint pot or water pot to use. <laughs> so what would you say are some of your favourite things then to use in your journal? Washi tape is always number one. <laughs> it's, it's always going to be the top one up there. I feel like if I didn't have any other supplies, I could still make a pretty good page out of just using washi. As long as I had like all of my washi options (laughs) although I was gonna say for anyone listening that hasn't seen Daisy's washi tape wall yes wall (laughs) then um go go and take a look is there a photo on your Instagram um because that is like the eighth wonder of the world I remember when I came around I was like Daisy can I take a photo in front of your famous washi wall (laughs) so I think yeah you would definitely be able to create a page out of out of washi have you tried that before maybe maybe you should do a challenge where you should just you're going to do a page just with washi that would be kind of cool yeah that might be a fun one I've got lots of like washies that have images on so they are kind of like stickers they mm-hmm. kind of give the same effect as stickers I could cut bits out of them and then I've got like patterned ones watercolor ones so yeah I could definitely I, I'll have to try that someone and make a good video a bit of a challenge 
that, that I think that would be quite fun. When did you start <laughs> collecting washi? When did the problem begin? To be honest, it's probably not been as long as you might think. Or for me anyway, I feel like it's it's kind of a relatively new, or maybe I'm just forgetting how old I am. <laughs> that could be, that could be it. Yeah, I think it was like 2013, 14 ish. I probably had some before that, but that was when like the journaling and the hobby side of it really took off for me. And I started like buying supplies and finding more shops that did washi and stationery and supplies. Because I feel like when I first started journaling, and I don't know if it's just because obviously I was new to everything, but like, I feel like I didn't come across washi tape. And then all of a sudden it was just everywhere. And it definitely (laughs) took off. There was a point where everywhere did washi tape and it was in like any stationery shop there was washi tape or not so. even stationery shops like I, I would just go to like Wilco and there would just yeah. be like stationery section and then they'd have like they've brought out any little washi collection I'm like oh very nice I will uh, <laughs> have one of those do you know what it is I reckon it's because of bullet journaling because washi yes. is used a lot in bullet journaling and I think that has kind of made it more mainstream almost yeah I definitely agree with that bullet journaling like it went from being part of the community like part of the planning community to suddenly being a massive thing that like pretty much everyone has heard some something about bullet journaling in some form it's definitely it took off and then everything the umbrellas from that has become more popular (laughs) yeah because I think it was really big on like tumblr with like study accounts and stuff like that I think that's what's kind of skyrocketed it but I mean, I mean, it's great because now there's like great selections, loads of companies are doing different washies, <laughs> got to collect them all. What is your like go-to washi then, if you had to pick? My go-to washi would be black and white ones. I think when I'm putting a page together, I will pick out colours that go with the photos or the papers that I've chosen. I tend to always use a black and white washi in my pages if I pick colored ones to go with the photos or the background colors that I've chosen I always tend to grab a black and white one to go with it I think it's one of those things where I know it's a personal preference because I when I'm drawn to like art things I tend to be drawn to like the bold lines like colorful things with bold black lines so I think it's kind of that part of my brain kicking in I like to have like colors and lots of different colors mixing but I also like the bold black lines on things so I think that's my way of of mixing in so I always have a black and white washi somewhere (laughs) when I'm doing a page yeah it's definitely style because it's funny as you were saying that I was just thinking about my favorite washi at the moment like a specific tape is one that is white with like really faint gray lines on it (laughs) which is just so typical of how opposite we are but I love ones that are like more muted and kind of not blend into the page but it's sort of like a subtle accent adding like a detail and sometimes if I don't know what to do with like an area of a page and I'm like oh it just looks really awkward or something I'm just like washy I'll just stick some washy and then it's it fixes it I think it's when there's like a gap or something like just a it's not like a horrendous gap but it's like it's an obvious one to you where you could put a sticker or you could put something needs to go there but you don't want it to like draw attention away from the other part of the page you're just like just something just needs a little layer of something so I definitely do that as well but 
my options are a bit more colorful <laughs> <That's> <laughs> yeah. different. so do you use it just to like stick to the page or do you use it to like stick things to the page like like tippins or things like that so I have a little a little technique that I use for tippins Ooh. with washi tape Tell <laughs> <laughs> it's not really a technique it's more secrets. of a <laughs> I used to use washi to like put tippins into my journal but they'd always fall out because different washi tapes have different strengths and all of that so now I cut down double-sided tape and I'll double-sided tape it in and then just put the washi tape over the top of that so I know it isn't going to fall out at all there's the extra sticky sticking the washi tape to the page especially if it's a you know one that isn't quite as sticky because obviously there's a lot of movement with the tip in I kind of cheat a little bit and I make sure it's very securely attached and then just make it pretty with washi <laughs> that's that sounds like a great thing to do actually nothing worse than you open a journal and like five million things just like fly out because they've not been stuck in properly <laughs> Do you use tippins often when you're doing your junk journals or do you tend to have like more flat pages? Because I obviously use them for photos and like adding little journal bits. It depends. Like I used to do a lot more, but then I think I prefer working flat because I feel like it just gets in the way of the page sometimes and breaks things up. So I'll have like pockets and things like that. And then sometimes if it's something that I don't want to, like if it's double-sided and I don't want to stick the the thing down necessarily then I'll tip it in you like a lot of tippins don't you I don't use them as much as I used to but I think that's because I mean I don't (laughs) the last like year or so or couple of years I don't have as many little like mementos to put in there so a lot of the time it is mainly photos so the only time I've used tippins really like recently in my journal is when I've had more photos than I have page space and I don't want to go onto another page then I tend to get a little pocket or something and put a tag in it and then put the photos in there so it it saves a bit of space because sometimes I'll have because I print the photos beforehand like in bulk I'll have like say six photos from one day out and I know I'm not going to like write a ton about the day so I don't want like two pages worth of space to write about so I'll put the photos in a, in a little tip in so I still have the same amount of space to write but I've got all the photos on there that I want on there that's probably the only time I really use tip ins I used to like tip in little, little um tickets and stuff I just I just haven't been anywhere so I don't have same stuff. <laughs> same so do you when you sit down to journal do you like gather all your supplies first that you know you want to use or do you kind of wing it and just improvise? I think it depends on whether I'm filming. When I'm filming, obviously, I don't want to be sat under a studio light for hours. Obviously, I have to work around noises in the house and stuff. So I try to make the filming journaling sessions as like streamlined as possible. So I tend to like I have my ephemera box. I have my paper stash box. I have the photos already. And I tend to like have a look through those boxes first just to see you know if I can find bits that have matching colors and things and obviously I'll grab washi tapes and stuff from my shelf but yeah when I'm doing like a more organic journaling session that's when I tend to be a bit more like I'll rummage through my stash a bit more pull out things from other shelves that I may not have used for a while yeah that's when I tend to like venture out from the ephemera box and the scrap paper box (laughs) yeah I'd say I'm pretty much the same I like to have some idea of what's going on especially if I am filming it so even if it's just literally a couple of like 
bits of paper and a tape that I want to use just to get me started and then I'll probably end up picking from wherever but um, I think just having some idea of what's going on and then you don't get that like blank page so do you think then that it matters what supplies you have versus then how, how you journal I think since I started using my ephemera box and my paper stash box and pretty much only use those to create a journaling page it's made me realize that I don't need like new stuff all the time I don't need a new paper pad or a new this the amount of scrap paper that I've got and the amount of like ephemera bits that I've just collected from pretty packaging and stuff like it it's definitely since I've like downsized to just using those for videos and stuff it has made me realize I don't really you don't need much to get started it's nice to have but it's not a necessity at all yeah I agree because I know a lot of people are normally like going off and buying all the things when they start and I'm just like no 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 you don't need to buy all the things like it's I mean great, don't get me but... wrong that's fun <laughs> <laughs> that's really fun yeah I think if you're someone who's like thinking of doing journaling with photos it's probably better to spend the money on like a photo printer or finding somewhere to get decent photos and then you know gradually building up your stash rather than buying all the things and then like printing your photos on like a really cruddy printer and just them coming out looking a bit funky (laughs) yeah so like similar to that then is there are there certain supplies that you think you should invest in and then others where it doesn't necessarily matter what brand because I know people get really kind of loyal and protective of certain brands of things I'm the type of person who journals on a budget (laughs) same same when it comes to like even adhesives and stuff I I tend to go for like the cheaper options because in my head as long as it sticks the thing to the page even if I don't know five years time it dries up and I have to restick things as long as it's doing the job and it's saving me a bit of money in the process that's still fine in my head yeah I'm trying to think of like all my supplies and if there's anything that I would or have spent more money on I don't think I have I tend to buy a lot of things when they're on sale I don't buy loads of new things all the time there's nothing that's like a mega quality I spent lots of money on that kind of supply that's an interesting one though because it it intrigues me to think that there's someone who might have like that one supply that they always spend more money on but even washi tape I don't spend a lot of money on my washi tape I'm very particular about if it's more than like two or three pound a roll for like, like, you know, a 15 millimeter by 10 meter roll, very specific, but that's like the most common size and length. I tend to be reluctant to buy it. So like two to three pound for that size roll is my, that's how I judge my washi tape spending. (laughs) Some people buy handbags, we buy washi, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Yeah, no, I, to- I, to- I totally agree. Um, I think possibly maybe glue, if you do have the budget and stuff like that, like a good glue is nice. But I think nothing is really like essential. It's not like you need mm. X brand of this or you're not you're not an official journaler or whatever. Do you know what I mean? Because the whole point of it is being like creative and stuff anyway. So yeah, I don't think there's necessarily like supplies that you need or brands that you need. Nice to have but it not need to have. Yeah, I think yeah. the brands thing when it comes to journaling is more the design. 
So it's not necessarily you're buying from that brand because of the quality as such. It's more you're buying from that brand because they design things that you like. Like I know there's certain collections that different shops here in the UK, they bring them out and I'm more drawn to buying stuff from them than I would be any other sort of brand. Like there's there's specific brands that I am more prone to buy from, but it's because of the designs that they do that they're just more me. So I think that's more of a people buy from certain brands because of the design over the quality. Yeah. What about like yeah. art supplies then? If you're like art journaling, are you the same with that as well? I feel like that's a little bit different just because there is more of a quality difference. Like when it comes down to paper products, it's really the weight of the paper and the print quality that is the quality side of it. And it's still going to work the same way, whether it's a thicker paper, a thinner paper, when you're just ripping it up and sticking it into a journal. Like it's it's going to be a bit thicker, but it's still going to stick in there. Like it's still going to stay there. Whereas like when it's paint, there is a quality difference depending on where you buy it from. And there's lots of different types. Like you, you could go into a shop, an art shop and say, I want some watercolor, but there's going to be different price ranges, which give you different qualities, which give you different like some will be more chalky, some will be more grainy, some are smoother. And it's, there's definitely, I tend to go for more smooth watercolours over anything else. <laughs> I've had a few which are more grainy and I'm not as much of a fan of them. And I would pay for a smoother one over one that I'm just not going to enjoy as much using. Yeah, because I think is it like the price and like cost and budgets aside, like, like you say that you're actually going to like enjoy using it. Like you, the last thing you want to do is buy something and then not use it. Cause that's a waste, but then also not using it because you don't, don't want to waste it. And you think, Oh, like if I, you know, use this paint on this page and it doesn't go well, it's a waste. The having sometimes those cheaper paints is great for like practice stuff as if well. If you use it in a background, yeah. like something that's just going to be covered by things. You just want a bit of extra color that tends to be when I use the lesser quality watercolors that I have and then I'll save the other ones for so yeah I definitely get that there's a scale with the watercolors more of a scale than there is with like papers and other more like creative journaling supplies so yeah art journaling I'd say is, is a different bit of a different ball game with supplies yeah because creative journaling is almost a bit more like uh scrapbooking isn't it yeah and I feel like scrapbooking is such a vague term now like this it used to be such a specific thing so if someone said I scrapbook they'd be thinking of like the 12 by 12 with little album things and you do like a 12 by 12 page and slot it in the little album whereas now there's so many different like it's such an umbrella term for documenting your life yeah there's just so much more to it now plus as well it's like you know if it's labeled as a scrapbook supply but you want to use it in your junk journal, like there's nothing stopping you from using whatever. So, you know, the labels don't matter either. Um, it's all about how you actually use it in your journal, I think. Absolutely. I agree with that. So can I ask you a question that you're frequently asked? Okay. <laughs> what is in Daisy's pencil case? <laughs> I get asked this so much. I used to do what's in my pencil case videos and 
even now I'm still getting comments on them going can you do an updated video what's in your pencil case and I I don't really I use a pencil case but I don't use it like I used to use it so I have a pencil case that is like my planner pencil case so it's just got my like go-to what I use most of the time when I'm when I'm planning but yeah the past few months I've not really used it I've been more at my desk but I haven't been planning as much I use my little magnetic planner board in my office more at the moment. But yeah, I think I have my pencil case here, actually. See, this is not even in my office. It's in my bedroom because I don't use it <laughs> as much as I did. We have a very empty Muji pen, which is very, very almost finished. This is the non-smudgy gel pen, by the way. Just I know that we spoke about that. That's just, just saying. That's the one that's the go-to. We have... This is my new go-to pen and I can't remember what it is Sam gave it to me but it's a multi-pen so it's got three different colors in it and it isn't gel but it writes very similar to gel it feels very similar to the gel pens I'm used to using then I've got a load of black fine liners just general Arteza ones like easy cheap (laughs) just handy and then I've got a load of mild liners in all of my favorite colors to use and a ruler I think that's it they're just it's a very basic pencil case now it's nothing mega fun <laughs> and the actual pencil case is one of them oh god how do you explain that <laughs> it's one of the ones which like you unzip it and push the top down and then it's they're all upright I mean I could really rudely explain this but <laughs> <laughs> this is now a not safe for work craft podcast because I'm at my desk all of the time pretty much when I'm working I'm not moving around the place I'm not moving from one room to another when I lived like in my old house I was living with one other person so I could move around the house when he was at work I could you know bring stuff downstairs or work at the dining table work in the bedroom like I could I can move around the place whereas here all of my stuff is in the office and that tends to be where I do all of my work I don't go downstairs with stuff I don't bring it to my bedroom it all stays there so I don't really have a need for a pencil case to carry things around it's more just to kind of keep the supplies that I use often in one place I do have a pen pot in my office with just just a load of different pens in so if I need other pens they are there that's what's in my pencil case bit bit boring but <laughs> there we go <laughs> I'm the same with the pencil pots though because I've got one of those like uh, three-tier carts and then on the top I've just got kind of like pots and mugs and things like that and I've just got like all my pens and pencils and whatever just kind of stuck in there just so I can grab them rather than like going and rooting through a pencil case because I'm like you I don't really use pencil cases unless unless I'm going somewhere which hasn't obviously happened a lot lately so like if I was going on like a trip or something then I would pack a pencil case probably to go with you know the three ton art supplies that I'm taking on a two-day trip um obviously <laughs> that I'm not going to use but I'm going to pack them nice and neatly in a pencil mood. case <laughs> do you do that as well how do you how do you Absolutely. pack how do you pack your supplies for a trip I I pack more pens than knickers like <laughs> I will pack I'll have like I'll have a suitcase for all my clothes and stuff and all my toiletries and then I'll have another like bag of bags with like different pouches different things for like the different art supplies just in case things leak you know like I'm so 
I don't want to say over the top, but it probably is. I'm, I'm probably like, I don't need to bring all that stuff, but you, you never know. I always try to be limited. And every time I go like, right, this is the time where I'm going to be like super like minimalist and just bring like a couple of pens and then I need this. And then, oh, what if I need this? And, and then before we know it, we have like everything in the suitcase is just art supplies. <laughs> it feels like and then you know someone's like um are you actually taking clothes or any, anything else like mm-hmm. I didn't know we were going on an art retreat <laughs> then I'd be like ah oh, I really wish I had xyz yeah I'm yeah definitely I have that like it's like a slight fear that what if I'm out and about and I wanted to like paint something I don't have my paints like I've never really done that before like when I'm on holiday or something i I'm doing stuff I'm going places I'm seeing things like I don't tend to have time to sit down and paint stuff or draw things I do that after the fact but also my brain's like but what if what like if like an emergency you find situation. the perfect yeah emergency situation have... but like art supplies you know people have like a aid <laughs> kit it's like but what if I wanted yeah. to stick a stick a like a this specific receipt down in my journal and I didn't have any washi exactly. tape like it would just ruin the whole trip so I gotta bring six rolls because I gotta have choice <laughs> exactly exactly just you just never know but yeah I mean even when I went on I went to one of the planner events when I went on go on those I, I always bring tons of stuff because you're basically going somewhere to nerd out about stationery and planners and art supplies with a load of other people but I am the type of person who when I'm talking with people and chatting with people I I can't multitask I can't journal at the same time so I'll just sit there chatting with like like a pile of stuff on my on the table in front of me and I barely use it it's more just there to just be nosy at and and be like oh this is cool so I still overpack for for planner events and just never really use them but normally like swap tables isn't there at those kind of events those things are dangerous you have to go to these events with space in your suitcase because if you don't (laughs) you're gonna have to end up putting stuff on the swap table that you probably don't want to put on there just to make space to put the stuff in that's on there that you want because that is like where people go to kind of I don't know if they've had a sort out or a de-stash they they will take it and and bung it on there and there's so much good stuff on those all the time and it's just a, a case of bunging your stuff on there and swapping it but yeah I've definitely had it before I've gone oh maybe I should um put more stuff on there so I have more space for my things because if not I'm gonna have to have another suitcase or another bag to haul back home which isn't a good thing. Because <laughs> I feel like I've never been to one of those events. So I don't know how controlled I'd be in that situation. Even though like we both obviously have like, you know, a fair collection of things. There's just something so exciting about other things that aren't yeah. yours and that you haven't. Yeah. I, know, I don't know what it is. It's, I think, especially at those sort of things as well, where it's because it's all secondhand it's all stuff that people maybe had hoarded for a while there's usually things on there that I have wanted maybe two or three years ago never got around to getting it it's then sold out or something it could be like a sticker sheet it could be a planner like it could be anything and someone has got to the point where they go no I don't need it I'll pop it on the swap table find something new and you see it you're just like well that's coming home with me didn't expect to find that but it's coming no matter what (laughs) so I think I am I'm relatively self-controlled 
when it when it does come down to doing the swap tables they're just very overwhelming because there's so much stuff all the time and I do try to keep the mental note of like you did just sort out your office to put stuff on this table do not bring more home like you have the space just bring that back if you're going to bring anything ideally less but you know <laughs> that's your limit <laughs> you definitely you definitely need to go to one of those someone just to experience the the swap tables and the community and definitely. hanging out with a load of nerds <laughs> so if I if I gave you say a 50 pound voucher now and said right you can go and spend any craft stationery supply art supply shop what would you buy that's really hard because I haven't been to any in over a year like I haven't even been I think paper chase is my local one I haven't even been there because I've just been so reluctant to go into shops because of COVID I'm trying to see I'm trying to think practically I'm like where like what do I actually need like what do I have space for? I don't really have space for anything I'd probably go like TK Maxx or somewhere like that because that's the type of place that's going to have more I don't know things that are harder to get a hold of kind of thing I'm always more drawn to going to those sort of places to find like little gems little things that I can't really find anywhere else suppose as well it's like the balance between okay knowing that you maybe need glue or like something you know more more essential if you will you you've hit pan on something things just like stick to my hand and just like fall in my basket <laughs> and like <laughs> yeah the, the dangers of just like browsing <laughs> I think paper chase is my worst one for that like I will go into paper chase knowing that I don't need any stationery whatsoever like I have plenty of stationery I don't need it and I'll be like okay we're just gonna look around we're just gonna you know just take in the stationery the sites all of that sort of thing and I'll get halfway around and be like I need a basket so it just even if it's like I don't know I sometimes I somehow go from no you don't need anything to justifying it as well this is this is relatively cheap so I need it so I don't like if something's on offer if there's a sale that's where I fall down so I know because I saw you um like kind of tidying and de-stashing and stuff like that um do you do you do that regularly or does it kind of all pile up and then you just sort of you look around surrounded by just like, oh, <laughs> all my supplies and you need to you need to I'm organize <laughs> living here I have done it more recently because I don't have as much space I have more things coming in for like shop related stuff as well as craft stuff so I have to be more on it with the tidying with the sorting with the de-stashing I, I just have to be if not it'll just overwhelm me completely but yeah I tend to get to a point where I'll have piles everywhere of stuff where I've just gone eh, we'll sort that out later don't really know where to put it so we'll just put it on the desk and then I can't use my desk so it tends to be when I can't see my desk now is the time for a de-stash no matter what other jobs I have to do you're de-stashing like that's everything else is put on the back burner until I've sorted my room but yeah when I lived in the other place it was less it happened less because I had more space to hide things and just kind of we'll deal with that later I feel like it's definitely one of the things though where it's liquid and it'll just fill to whatever space you have because um like at the moment I just have like my side of the room like the office but I know full well that when I get like a room 
that I will just expand and go, oh, I can get like another cart and put more, th- <laughs> put more things on it, mm-hmm. even though I, I do try and be controlled. But then I justify it because I really like getting like secondhand supplies. So like going to charity shops and like old books or there's always random like tubs where someone has like a really big craft collection of different things. It's normally like stamps and like knitting things and stuff like that. And they're great to rummage around. And then you're like, oh, this stamp's like 50p. Like, you know, I'll just grab one of them. And, you know, but that you do find some really interesting things. Like I remember um, when I used to volunteer at um, one of the charity shops near me, um, partially so I could have first dibs on anything coming in that was cool. Um, <laughs> honestly, it's 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 a really great perk. And, smart um, thinking that is. That's smart yeah, thinking. And someone donated um, like a bunch of stamps, and there was one stamp that had a name on it, and it was Megan. And I was like, that is so strange. See that you can't walk away from that if it's got your name on it. It's like yeah. oh, it's fate. No matter exactly. what it is, it's like oh, it was meant for me. I was meant to find it. It's fine. But yeah, I mean, whether it's like charity shops or I don't know, maybe f- Facebook Marketplace or like eBay, places like that, you can get like really great secondhand stuff where people who have destashed just kind of like lump it all together as like a job lot. And you can get some really cool things. So yeah, if you're mm. on a budget and not wanting to buy new stuff, then that's definitely an option, I think, as well. See, I haven't gone to many charity shops. I really, really want to. I only really started going to charity shops again when I moved back here because there wasn't as many in the town that I used to live in. But there is down here. There's tons. But when I started going to them, we then went into lockdown. So I am like itching to get back out there and just find even like books and stuff like things with pretty pages not necessarily specific craft supplies but things that I can do stuff to to upcycle them into a journal or I don't know like a pen port or something I don't know there's just so many bargains out there that I know I'm gonna grab (laughs) I just want to get out there and, and find them and yeah get on that get on that train so do you prefer shopping for like craft supplies in person or online? I don't think I really have a preference. I think if someone said to me, here's some money, you can either go shop online or go shop in town. Like I wouldn't have a preference to either or. It would just be whichever is more convenient at the time. I think when I go shopping in stores, it's more of like a day out, like a, <laughs> bit, of a bit of a trip, you know? Whereas when I'm buying stuff online, it's, it's yeah, it's more just like I need some things. So we'll just have a little, a little browse. Yeah, same. I mean, it's quite nice to like browse all the things in person. Hobbycrafts oh goodness like going into hobbycraft versus hobbycraft online I will always that will always be a preference that is a day out yeah. for me because the nearest hobbycraft is you know a drive away and I've <laughs> literally only been a handful of times so whenever we're like in the area and I'm like oh, can we go to hobbycraft like <laughs> <laughs> like got like two or three floors or whatever yeah oh wow yeah it's those that's the type of one that's in like a industrial estate type of thing like they usually yeah. have like the big hobby craft the big tk max oh the smaller loads, loads of different like there's yeah there's oh. um i'm trying to think the one in brighton's one floor i think i thought they were all huge oh okay <laughs> that's why i was like oh hobby craft is huge massive <laughs> i mean i think they're all in comparison to other craft shops they're definitely bigger like they're definitely on the bigger side <laughs> randomly ending on the revelation that there are indeed smaller hobby crafts 
Thank you so much for listening to the Craftanoon podcast. If you've got any questions or want to let us know what you thought of the episode, you can find and follow us over on Instagram and YouTube at Migraine Cow and at Meg Journals. <laughs>